0: We were just chatting with Jeff Vigneault, a listener whose wife lives in a long-term care home. She's uh, relatively young, in her 60s, uh, dealing, living with dementia, and he has gone from visiting every single day of the week to not being able to be there and is really concerned that if these measures are put in place, are kept in place, and are needed for months, weeks or months, uh, concerned as to what's going to happen to her health. Let's bring in Mike Klassen. He is with the BC Care Providers of BC and joins me on the line. Mike, thanks so much for being with us.
1: Uh, it's good Good to be on, Jill.
0: Are there plans in place or are there conversations being had about scenarios like this where it's one thing for a week, two weeks, three weeks to not see a loved one, but people are very concerned as to what could happen if this goes on for weeks or a couple of months?
1: Well, I think candidly, um, the the... the the long-range outlook on this right now is is probably not being discussed at this point. Um, this has just hit everybody so hard and so rapidly that I think it's it's very much about living in the moment, uh, making sure that we uh, do ever whatever we can to prevent any uh, contamination spread of, of coronavirus, and making sure that uh, residents and staff are safe. Um, uh, your guest uh, and I listened to it and it was a it was a very powerful interview and and um uh, and my hats off to Jeff for um coming forward and talking about this as, as I think he said there are many families who are are all probably experiencing this um, this kind of heart-wrenching situation where they can't uh, have access to their family members uh, because of um, essentially the law, the Public Health Act, which um, uh, Bonnie Henry, the uh, provincial health officer uh, made a determination a few weeks ago that uh, non-essential visits to, to long-term care homes were not allowed anymore, essentially against the law. And so there have been um, Uh, I know uh, from the standpoint of of the care providers themselves, uh, it's a bit of a relief because it just uh, takes away one um, level of uncertainty as to the potential uh, infection uh, getting into a care home setting. Um, but uh, it's, it's a very challenging uh, situation, and I, and I think you're right. Um, we're going to have to kind of think about where, where this is all going to land in, in the coming weeks and months.
0: Is there, would there be a possibility of a protocol where a, a visitor could go through the same stringent guidelines as a worker and be granted some access to a loved one?
1: I Perhaps I mean it's a, it's a wonderful thought, but my sense is the answer would be no because it, it would then require um, that, that that same exception be made uh, on an ongoing basis for a lot of other people. And again, this is about making sure that people are safe. Um, you know, COVID-19 is a beast. There's just no other way to put it. It has an unbel- unbelievable way of uh of infecting others and it and it also can infect others as, as well documented now when people are asymptomatic. And so um right now um as as Jeff pointed out, um uh, short staffing is is a reality. Um uh, care homes um, themselves have always struggled in the seniors care sectors. BC care providers and others have been saying for the last few years, uh, human resources in the in the seniors care sector is a really pressing need right now. In fact, it it's listed as the um, sort of largest um, available job openings for the labor market, according to the BC government, for the next ten years because of our aging society. So, um, uh, but the good news, if 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 you can call it that as the care homes do have contingency planning for being more short staffed and uh if i can sort of leave any message um to your listeners is uh the incredible dedication and devotion um that the people on the front lines in care homes are exhibiting right now is nothing short of just um unvarnished heroism they are Working so hard under such uh, difficult circumstances that um, we just really have to kind of acknowledge them uh, every day for what they do and um, you know I know there are many other people on the front lines, but right now it is it is our care homes uh, in Metro Vancouver that are uh, truly the the trenches, if you'd like, in this in this battle against COVID-19.
0: Well, absolutely. And unfortunately, as you know, we've seen uh, uh, staff members that have come down with the virus. Um, how concerned are you about the sh- the shortness uh, of staff and, and when staff have to leave because they've been exposed and what that does to the system?
1: Well, it definitely creates um, uh, an additional challenge into the one that's already being put upon us by the virus. Um, it's it's something that we've been talking about a long time and uh, I hope uh, as we sort of get through um, this virus and and keep in mind we will get through this virus it it will take some time but we have to really put our minds to being better prepared and putting more time and effort into into acknowledging that um, not only are these opportunities out there um, but um, that we really uh, must um, find ways of uh, increasing the staffing in, in inside of our care homes, and I'd just like to also add because I know that there are probably a lot of listeners out there that are are kind of looking for perhaps somebody to talk to. Um, there are. Um, uh, resources that are online and I would direct people to a site called route65.ca uh, under the help section there there are uh, links to uh, the family caregivers caregiver support line and also the Alzheimer's Society uh, first link and so there's a lot of good resources so if people need to call somebody and uh, you know just kind of be heard a little bit and ask some questions about what they can do um, that that would be uh, a good resource for them to use.
0: Right, because a lot of people like Jeff, I imagine, are now worried about what this is going to do to the health of their loved ones, not if they get COVID, but what this is going to do, this prolonged isolation.
1: The mental strain is, is, is clear. And, um, you know, he talked about going in with a mask. Um, people, when they do have um, uh, cog- cognitive challenges that uh, are brought on by dementia, um, they often don't respond very well to, to masks. So that's another sort of aspect of this, which is so sad, is with all the additional PPE that people are wearing, it you know must look like a little bit of a you know a science fiction set. Um, but unfortunately, these things have to be taken to make sure uh, people's health is, is protected, at least their physical health and, and, and uh, uh, making sure they don't get infected. But from a mental health standpoint, people with, um, with uh, dementia, this is going to be um, very hard.
0: All right, Mike, we will leave it there. Thank you so much for your time today. Appreciate it.
1: You bet. Thanks, Joe. All
0: right, Mike Klassen, he is Public Affairs with the BC Care Providers Association.